ladies and gentlemen, Jews and Gentiles, undaunted by the COVID. Welcome back to the Rock and Roll Jew Show. Hi and hello again, friends. David Jacobs, the Rock and Roll Jew. It is the Rock and Roll Jew Show. We are back. A lot of things have been happening with me. We'll get into it later. But man, that was Joe Walsh. Joe freaking Walsh with Time uh, Out. Is that the song title? Hang on, let me check that. Time Out, right. It's a classic Joe Walsh song. It's got that... Absolutely classic Joe Walsh, great riff, incredible chorus, just quintessential 
Joe Walsh. So, so tasty. I absolutely love that one. Hadn't heard that in a really long time, and it popped into my world. And boy, I really wanted to run that for you because, uh, God, I love Joe Walsh. He's just one of the best, man. So, hey, man, I'll save the story for later. I haven't been around for a while, but <laughs> things have been happening here and there. We'll get into it later, but don't want to uh, distract from the music too much, right? Hey, www.rockandrolljewshow.com is the website if you want to visit the website or whatever. Um, something cool happened, though. Something cool happened. You know, one of my new favorite, new, not so new bands is Cool Shaker. We did a whole show on Cool Shaker. Wow. They have a new album out. Yes, yes. The new album from Kula is out. And it is called First Congregational Church of Eternal Love and Free Hugs. It's a good one. There's a ton of songs on here. Lots of good, cool things. Uh, check out the new album from Coolest Shaker. It's really, really cool, man. I'm going to play you my uh, favorite track for right now on the album. And it's called It's a Burner, Man. Don't forsake me. New coolest shaker. Yeah. track from Coolest Shaker, Don't Forsake Me. Ah, 
it's a great one. And the whole album has some cool, fun things on there as well. So I highly uh, recommend you check it out. Really, still love this band. And I'm so glad that they got new music for us. Thank you so much to all the artists who give us new music to listen to. Hey, one of my favorites of all time is Peter Frampton, of course. We all, well, we all, depending on who you are, man. Uh, If you're Gen X like me, we grew up with Frampton Comes Alive, one of the greatest live albums ever recorded. Frampton is fan-freaking-tastic. I saw him live one time playing with David Bowie on the Glass Spider Tour. It was in Anaheim, California. Oh, so much fun to see him play. And with Bowie, come on, man. That was a great, great show. Hey, but we all know Frampton Comes Alive, and that's sort of the centerpiece. But a lot of us, and I will admit even myself, haven't really delved into Peter Frampton's other career. He has many, many different albums. Uh, A lot of them never were as big hits as the stuff on Comes Alive. And I am as guilty as anyone as not really exploring uh, that stuff enough. Well, up on my radar popped Breaking All the Rules, which is an album. It's his seventh studio album, 1981. And this track, I just fired it off for the hell of it. And damn, this is a great song. I love this track. So we're going to... um, we're going to play it for you here now. Again, this album, um, 1981, was his seventh studio album. And I like this because it says here, featured a raw live in the studio approach, which I love. I love it when bands record albums just live in the studio and not all these different parts that kind of are put together later. I just want to hear it live straight as it happens. <clears throat> Sorry, my voice is effed up, and we will get to that in, in a moment when I get to story time. Uh, <laughs> who's on this album? Peter Frampton, of course. Steve Lukather on guitar. We know Steve Lukather from Toto. We did that Toto show a couple of uh, weeks ago as well. Steve Lukather is a kick-ass guitarist. John Reagan on bass. Arthur Steed on piano and synthesizers, and Jeff Pokoro on drums. Jeff Pokoro also played with Steve Lukather in Toto. And Pokoro is just prolific, is one of the only ways to say it. He's played, toured with Boss Skaggs, but let me get down to the list. The people that he have collaborated with. The list is too long, but I'm going to hit the highlights. All right. George Benson, Eric Clapton, Joe Cocker, Christopher Cross, Miles Davis, Dire Straits, Donald Fagan, David Gilmore, Al Jarreau, Elton John, Leo Sayer, Ricky Lee Jones, Paul McCartney, Michael McDonald, the Bee Gees. Are you kidding me? Pink Floyd, Diana Ross. Uh, Bruce Springsteen, I mentioned Steely Dan, Seals and Crofts, Barbara Streisand, Warren Zevon, Don Henley. It goes on and on and on. Steve Pokoro is one of the most well-known and prolific drummers anywhere. It's just, wow, can you even imagine working with all those people? Those are the top, the cream of the crop artists, and everybody wants him as the drummer. Absolutely fantastic. This is a killer lineup of people on this album. So let's roll. Peter Frampton, killer track, Breaking All the Rules.
That is as good as anything on Frampton Comes Alive, breaking all the rules from Peter Frampton. Really just outstanding, outstanding stuff, man. Um, so what the hell has happened to me? The month of June has been kind of wild. So first we went, um, we went to a wedding, my niece's wedding, which has been postponed uh, two different times due to COVID. It was supposed to happen, uh, I think, summer of 2020. And we all know what happened in the summer of 2020. Shit really hit the fan. Then they were going to try to do it a little bit after that. And COVID wave two showed up. So not going to happen then. So finally this year, in 22 summer, they said, it's going down. Come hell or high water, this wedding's going down. Actually, to tell the honest truth, they already got married. They weren't going to wait two years to actually legally get married. So somewhere along in, I think, twenty early 2021, somewhere in there, they just said, screw it. We're going to get legally married, go down to the court, wherever we got to do it. They've been legally married for a while now. But we still want to have a wedding with our friends and family and stuff. So the wedding was, you know, a wedding, but they were already legally married a while ago. So the wedding was awesome. Tons of friends and family. It's just so fun to get out at a gathering again. I had seen, uh, this is the first time I had seen family members in over two years because of COVID. My sisters um, and my my other nieces. I mean, I haven't seen all of this extended family for over two years because of COVID. So it's really, really great to hook up with family again. The wedding was really nice, really fun. Came off perfectly. And it was a, a wonderful time. We went to Boston. Weather was good. Uh, it was cool. And we even went through Washington, D.C. because my daughter who was with me said, hey, can we see D.C. as long as we're all the way over on the West Coast? Um, so we went a uh, very quick trip through D.C., about a day and a half, hit all the big sites, and um, that was fun, too. <clears throat> then, after the wedding, we have about a day and a half rest, and we're off to Southern California for VidCon. My son and I went to VidCon, which is all about YouTube and TikTokers, and, you know, VidCon hasn't happened in two years either uh, because of the pandemic, and we bought our tickets, you know, two years ago. So VidCon was fun. Um, I am so not hip and into the video thing that I walk around and I don't know any of these people. I don't know any of these YouTubers. Who the hell are these kids, right? Um, but these kids are, they're doing it, man. They're creating content. They're creating brands, real honest-to-God brands for themselves, and they're getting huge viewership. I ran into someone uh, on the show floor who was a talent agent for uh, uh, video producers, someone else who helps you negotiate ad deals. I mean, this is becoming big business now. Uh, and, and big time professionals are moving into this space to help out these young creators carve out a real honest to God career. Crazy crazy cool stuff, man. Uh, I went to a panel on TikTok where it was four creators who simply made their bones on dance moves. You know, TikTok is so much to do with dance moves. And these folks have now, I don't know how many, you know, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, I guess, of viewers. And their thing is they dance and they come up with dance moves. They invent their own and people uh, get into it and mimic them. And these guys got a career based on dance moves on video. It's crazy, man. Um, so that was cool. Then we come home and we get COVID. Of course we do. <clears throat> it turns out that many people at the wedding also got COVID. My sister got COVID. My daughter that I went with got COVID. My sister's husband, his daughter, and my other niece all got COVID. And those are only the people that I knew of. There were probably many others. Sorry to say, weddings are probably still super spreader events. So I don't know if I got it at a wedding, at, at um, 
VidCon, on the various planes that I was on in the middle, but COVID finally caught up with me. Um, fortunately, my case wasn't really bad. Uh, had the I didn't really have a much of a sore throat, but I had cough. Um, not that much of a stuffy nose. I mostly had cough. I had the wicked headache. Um, that's how I knew I had it because I first day I got this wicked headache and it was the exact same headache that I got when I had my vaccine. Um, headache, cough, achy, you know, fever, tired, basically just feel like shit. Um, so <clears throat> it wasn't a horrible extreme case, nowhere near as bad as my wife got it uh, about two months ago. But, you know, it's never fun. Uh, even when it's mild, it ain't fun. Uh, feel like crap for probably a week um, since it was, since I am, uh, uh, since I have a lot of comorbidities, let's say. I'm diabetic, I have heart issues. Uh, I was able to get the um, the uh, 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 viral medicine, whatever they call it. It's an antiviral that they give you now for COVID if you meet certain um parameters, which I did. And boy, I'll tell you that antiviral is good stuff, man. Within 24 hours of taking it, I instantly started to feel a little bit better. And I think that probably helped me get better much, much faster. Uh, thank God we have such medicines to help us out now, right? Um, <clears throat> so I felt crappy for probably a week. It finally kind of went away, but it kind of hangs on and it hangs on and it hangs on. Even when you're feeling pretty good, like 90%, it still hangs on and hangs on for that last 10% before it'll finally let you go. And even now, I've tested negative. It's gone. But I still have a little bit of a cough. And this morning, I actually woke up with more of like a cold symptoms with some stuffy nose. You could probably hear a little stuffy nose going on. And my throat is a little gnarly here and there. It was very gnarly. When I, when I was in the midst of COVID, my throat was just a disaster, man. Um, <clears throat> and even now, it's still, I'm still fighting just a regular cold, which is a, uh, you know, just, a, just a, a final kick in the ass on the way out the door, right? So I don't think, I mean, I haven't felt good in probably almost three weeks. <laughs> and I've been traveling for part of that time as well. Traveling and then feeling crappy. It's been almost a month since, you know, I've been uh, around and or feeling well. So I am here with you now as soon as I could possibly get uh, in front of the mic here and feel reasonably okay to do a show. And that's, that's all that's been happening. Travel, covid Damn. And, uh, you know, don't let anyone tell you that this shit is like just the flu, okay? I've had the flu plenty of times. This ain't just the flu, okay? I think I'd rather have the flu. This shit isn't fun. Even though my case was mild, it's not fun. It's not good. Um, it's very different from everything else that you've ever felt. My daughter had it even worse than me. She lost her taste. Uh, my daughter lost taste. I mean, my daughter, my wife lost taste when she had it too a couple of months ago. Um, it's not good, bro. It's not good. Um, and I'm vaccinated, double vaccinated plus the booster. Shit's still going to break through. I mean, I, you should still be vaccinated anyway. I'm sure my case was uh, much more mild because I was vaccinated, but phew, it does not mean you're not going to get it, especially with these new variants. These new variants don't seem to give a shit about vaccination. Um, so, god damn, man. COVID is a bitch. Um, but I'm here with you. And I hope you are healthy as well. Be careful with the airplanes. Be careful with the weddings. There was a guy on... Uh, Twitter in my stream, yeah, who was just saying, oh, I'm going to a wedding technique, so I'm kind of concerned. Should I be freaked out? And I said, I'm really sorry, but yes, you should be freaked out because I just went to a wedding and a bunch of people got COVID. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Um, get vaccinated. Wear your goddamn mask when you're in a, a crowd or in public uh, or where, you know, it's questionable because this shit is still going. 
All right, back to the music, man. Uh, I originally had a concept for this show that was going to be called uh, Couch Jumpers. <clears throat> and I have this idea where it all starts, and I may have told this story before, but I'm going to tell it again. Um, Elton John, Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting, is the ultimate couch jumper song, which means when you're a kid, you know, you put on some awesome music, you crank it up loud, and you're just bouncing on the couch or you're bouncing on the bed, just, you know, whacking your head around and air guitaring and air drumming and just fucking rocking out. Those kind of songs that just make you jump up on the couch or the bed and bounce around and rock out. What are those great songs? For me, it all started with, with Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting, which I still think is probably the ultimate couch jumping song. But I thought, well, what are some others? What are some others? And I have a couple. I cut off two that were originally going to be in the show because I wanted to play uh, Joe Walsh and Peter Frampton and the Coolest Shaker. But I've got three of my absolute favorites. And we're going to start, start. And these are also songs that just come from my uh, childhood. You know, songs that are just deeply embedded in my childhood youth experience, right? These are just the, some of the songs that were just staples. And the first one, we're going all the way back to Steve Miller. Steve Miller Band, man. Just so great. Fly Like an Eagle and all the rest. But today, my favorite Couch Jumper song from Steve Miller is a good one. If you know it, you love it. Of course you love it. It's such a great song. Jungle Love.
Alrighty, next up. One of the things I loved to do most as a kid is play slot cars. Yeah, old little slot cars. They came on an electrified track, and you put the car, uh, had a little pin, and you put it in the slot, and that's what made the electrical contact, and you had a controller, and woo, that car would zip around that track. It was fun as hell, way better than Hot Wheels. Slot cars. And I had a big slot car track, and man, we used to race those things. We used to love the cars themselves. You could get all kinds of different cars, and the cars themselves were super fun. They were cool looking, and they were so fun to collect. We would go down to the toy store where they had a special section just for slot cars, and we'd check those out, and we'd save our money, and like, oh, I think I'm going to get that one next or that one next. So much fun collecting slot cars and seeing which ones were faster, which ones handled better around the corners. Ah, I loved playing slot cars, man. And one of the funnest things we did as kids when we were playing slot cars, we put on some music, right? Well, what music do you want to put on when you're playing slot cars. <laughs> There's nothing better than Deep Purple Highway Star.
Can you even imagine? You're sitting there on the floor, playing your slot cars, or zipping around the track, and Highway Star is just pumping out, cranked up loud. It's, it's cool, man. It was fun. It just, yeah, come on now, man. We did that all the time. Um, last thing, and we'll have our last track. The, um, <laughs> the voiceover thing is sort of still going, although I've been out of commission for so long with my travel and the sickness and damn. Um, but it is going. I'm finally uh, this week able to get back into the swing of things because I feel like I'm just maybe coming out of it. But I still have problems with um, energy. Uh, COVID will screw with your energy levels well after sometimes the disease is gone. Even my wife said she had tested negative, but still it took her two weeks to get her real energy back. And I think I'm going through a little bit of that. I tested negative a while ago, but still, especially in the morning, oh, I do not feel good. In the mornings when I wake up, I am flipping tired. I feel really kind of crappy. And it takes me to about 11 o'clock till I start getting a little bit of... um a little bit of my uh, vibe back, you know, and then now it's about 1230. I'm feeling much, much better, but in the morning, really hard for me. Um, so I'm still kind of battling uh, that um, just tired, crappy feeling in the early morning. So um, anyway, where was I going with this? I can't remember. Um, <clears throat> oh, the voiceover thing. <laughs> I'm trying to get back into it, but it's hard. You know, I have a a morning routine that I usually go through. I have a very strict morning routine where I walk two miles. I do vocal warm-up, vocal exercises, uh, all kinds, sight reading, all kinds of things. It's been very, very, very difficult, really impossible for me to do my morning routine because I feel like crap uh, when I first wake up in the morning. Um, and no, I haven't been able to time shift it to a little later. That would be the smart thing to do. But by the time I get to there, I'm kind of already on to doing other things. It really helps for me to do my morning routine in the morning. And I've been really, really wanting to do it badly. But the last three mornings, I wake up and I just feel like dirt. So, um, God, I hope this passes soon because I need to get back into my routine, man. And the morning routine is really part of my part of my thing, you know, and it sets me up for the whole rest of the day. Anyway, uh, davidjacobsvoiceover.com is the new website. You can listen to demos, get information, contact me there if you'd like to work with me. Again, I do commercial reads, um, e-learning reads, corporate narration reads, reads for your podcast, reads for your voicemail, whatever the hell you got. Uh, I'm willing to um, give you an audition and see what it sounds like, yeah? So check that out for the voiceover. I got to get this career uh, really kicked into high gear, man. Um, last but not least, one of the quintessential bands of our youth, Kiss, right? I mean, come on, man. Kiss was the biggest band in the world in the late 70s and 80s. I mean, my God. I don't think there's a soul who grew up uh, in my age group who didn't love Kiss in some uh, manner or form. They were just, they were just everything. The attitude, the makeup, the music. I mean, how can you not love Kiss? We waited for each album to come out and it was like so excited. Yeah, a new Kiss album and it was kick-ass all the time. Love Kiss. Always remember loving Kiss. So we're going to do that and this one surely is a good uh, couch jumper as well. For this one, we're going to go live. I have a live recording. Kiss in their prime. I think this is 1972, something like that. It is their prime. Is live in Los Angeles. Uh, it is the classic. Shout it out loud. Thank you for being here. Again, rockandrolljewshow.com is the website. For this particular show, David Jacobs Voiceover is the website for the business and everything else that is me. Thank you for being here. Rate and review on iTunes if you can. Tell a friend or just kick back, stick around, and wait for the next one. I already have the next show. I'll give you a hint. 
we're going to do a deep dive on heart. Not the hits that you've already heard a million times. We're going deep with heart to the really cool deep tracks that you may not have heard or you certainly haven't heard in a long time. It's going to be awesome. So stick around for that one. Thank you for being here. Kiss. Shout it out loud. <laughs>